everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Game of Love podcast. I'm Jessica Smith, and I have Mike Ligori here with me today. Hey, Mike. Episode 10. Yes. We're in double digits. We are. So excited. Sky's the limit. That's right. <laughs> We're going to still go. Um, how are you? How are How's things on your end? Things are fantastic. And uh, speaking of double digits, our 10th episode, I just want to take a moment and thank everyone who has subscribed, who has been listening, giving feedback, and oh my goodness, for the five-star rating on iTunes, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to all the five-star ratings. Thank yes. you all for <laughs> just contributing, taking time out of your day. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, and with that being said, what do you have for us today, Jess? Well, Mike, this is a topic that I'm very excited to talk about because it's near and dear to my heart. As all the topics are, but this one <laughs> this especially one. is very near and dear to your heart. Because it's something that affects us as daters. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to talk about how to regain faith and hope while dating. Ooh. I know. Faith's a powerful word, too. So when you say something like that, I'm really curious and intrigued as to... <laughs> um, Taking something of that sort and applying it to the struggling world of dating where everybody's at right now with it. Well, yeah. A lot of people are frustrated and I, we ebb and flow when we're out dating. Mm. There's times in our, well, it's in our, all of our lives and in our dating life that there's times that we're really enthusiastic and we're like, yes, you know, this is, I feel good. Like I'm going to meet my significant other. It's like, it feels good. And then there's times where we're like opposite end of the spectrum. It's like, shit. Peaks and is, valleys. Is this Peaks ever <laughs> going to happen? Is this ever going to happen? Right. Especially when you've been on a string of like really bad dates, like the light at the end of the tunnel just does not, yeah. I, I should just say that there is no light at the end of the tunnel, right? Like it looks like it's getting farther and farther away. Yeah, absolutely. And well, for me, I, I've been grinding, like right. I've, I've been in work modes for, I mean, really, I haven't had like a day to myself self since new year's and my dating life has kind of been it's good but it's really been on like autopilot and i've just been going forwards really your guys's love life has been more important than my own so mike i just got back from mexico i led a transformational yoga retreat and how was that it was amazing beach pray love is the name of it and it was so powerful so intense it was amazing. There was 13 women and the transformations that occurred were out, outstanding. I mean, it's, it's really, I can't even put into words what happened while we were there. Cause it's so, this is going to sound cheesy, but it's pretty, pretty fucking magical. Yeah. I mean, well, when you go on stuff like that and you use the word transformation, any sort of retreat and you come out with, we were talking about this before the show, you were, you were even having a little bit of difficulty telling me how you watched people just evolve over the course of the retreat from the beginning to the end. And it, and it kind of took you back a little bit. So I had the yoga retreat going on and again, I'm in work mode working away and well, Mike, you know, I don't like to talk about my love life. Oh, here we go. Publicly. I, I really don't. I've, there's been one guy that's been on my social media in the last six years and he made a, a pretty brief... A small dent. <laughs> he just like, boop, he was like in one day and out the next. But um, but really my love life, as you know, because you're a good friend of mine and you know what happens, 
my love life is pretty damn spectacular. And I feel like I'm blessed spiritually. There's a lot of beautiful stuff that happens in my life. And I also have put in a lot of, a lot of freaking work into, into myself and into my love life. And something interesting, um, ladies, a note to you ladies, the last romances I've unknowingly or expectedly fell into, I was like, so I was grinding. I wasn't paying attention to these guys. I was living my best life and just didn't give a fuck. Like I was not looking. I'm just working and doing me and having a great time. And these guys are like, but that's usually how it happens though, right? When it comes to, you know, just like love falling in people's laps. No, I, I think that there's a whole spectrum no. of things Okay, that sometimes we're, we're looking, we're actively looking and we find something. Sometimes we're half-assed looking, but my message to you ladies is really when you are in your, your lane and you're grinding away and you're doing your thing and you're living your best life and being who you are and loving yourself, like hands down, that's when you're the most attractive. Mm -hmm. So here I am in Mexico, I'm doing my thing. And these retreats are like some of the really, if I could pat myself on the back, some of the best work that I do. Mm -hmm. It's really powerful. And so I'm just doing my work and this guy sees me working and we have a little, a nice little romance. Mm -hmm. Okay. But my point is not to share the love story. My point is to tell you that going into this retreat and the last several months, okay, I, really this is kind of a confession, really, is that I talk so much about love and relationships and I'm excited about it and passionate about it. And there's time, like I've been going through a time now that I'm like, <sighs> like I've been a little frustrated and I was getting a little mm, skeptical that mm. this amazing man that I have envisioned in my head actually existed. I've had a lot of beautiful romances that have been fun and exciting. And also I've had a lot of challenging, um, things go down. Yeah. So, um, so it sounds like to me that you had this vision in your head of the man that you wanted to see yourself with, but there was a string of dates or romances that maybe didn't fit that mold. Would you say, would you agree with that? Yes. So I have a type. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to share my type. Right. But you know who my type is. That doesn't go on the podcast. <laughs> that does. No, that's not. <laughs> no. Um, but I do have a very specific demographic of men that I prefer and that I'm attracted to. Mm -hmm. And they really... I've been so, I've had like blinders on, like I only see these guys and I've known for gosh, almost the last year that this certain type of guy is really, they're fun and exciting and there's a lot of goodness to them, but really they're not serving me. And they're not, are they working out for you at all? Or? They're, they're not working out for me. Okay. I mean like excitement, romance sex like it's been really good mm -hmm. uh, but there's been some things missing and I think being a dating coach I'm so involved in my business and in my clients 
in this show that, you know, healthy relationships, loving relationships, fulfilling relationships for myself have not been um, on the forefront and I've lost faith. So purpose of today's episode is talking about how we can regain faith when we're out dating so we can move on and yeah. enjoy our lives and find fulfilling relationships. Especially how like you were talking about grinding earlier mm-hmm. and yeah, like dating is a grind in general and you know, there's, you're going to hit rough patches and there's times where, you know, like you're going to go on six, seven, 24, 50 dates where you're just like, woof, mm-hmm. as it is bad. So you know, you can lose faith pretty easily as you were, as you were mentioning. But what I find something I want to, I want to talk to you about this because I love this topic is you have this ability to stay the course and resilient despite the number of bad dates. Cause even though you do have a very, let's just say intriguing love life, <laughs> um, it is not always rainbows and sunshine. No, you know, the peak, the valley, you know, the kind of the peaks and valleys thing I was mentioning before, even yeah. though you have some great moments on top of the mountain, there's a lot of bad dates that you've gone on too. Um, and yet you, some still are saying, Nope, it's, it's okay. I'm still going to keep on tracking. So I'm curious to see like how we, or how people in general, um, kind of keep their faith and stay confident in that. So go ahead. Well, one thing with me is I trust the journey of my life. I trust myself that I'm a good decision maker and, and I trust my journey spiritually, how it plays out. Then I'm like, Oh, every person that comes into my life serves a purpose. I've talked about that on other episodes. Mm -hmm. So that's been something that's very powerful in my life. One of the biggest things is I stay really curious about the people that are entering my life. Yeah. Curiosity is a very powerful tool just in general, but you were talking about that beforehand on the show before we were actually recording today. Um, you were talking about like curiosity is like a huge component of what you do when it comes to dating men just in for your own personal life. Well, yes, because when we're out dating, we tend to have stereotypes you know, society has told us, you know, or preferences or preference. We have to, there's stereotypes, there's preferences, there's, um, past experiences that dictates how we feel or how we're seeing people in general. So when I say staying curious is really being open-minded about the person sitting in front of you. That yes, we have stereotypes that are saying, you know, this person should be like this or should be like that, but setting those aside and say, hmm, I wonder who is the person sitting in front of me? Who is the person that's having coffee with me? Their story is unique. Their journey has been unique. Their thoughts and dreams are unique. And really looking at them as a special and unique person and staying out of your head and out of your past issues and traumas and and just really being present with that person and, and being curious, like, ooh, I wonder what they're going to say next. Can I be curious about something I want to ask you? Yes. All right. Be curious. So, so do you, do you think it's hard for people not to hold like past grudges when they meet someone new? Like for example, they've gone on seven bad dates and they meet somebody that potentially may be a good fit for them and they have the blinders are, do you think it's hard for people um, to kind of remove those blinders when it comes to dating someone new or maybe somebody, a man that shows interest? In them or a woman? 
I think it actually can be pretty easy that you just say to yourself, look, every person is different. Every person is a unique individual and I'm not going to take my personal experiences and put them into this relationship or onto this person. Right. I think it's a hard, fast line that people can set. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they're having difficulty with it, I would say hire a therapist, hire a dating coach, find someone that will help you work past your past relationships, traumatic life events, and move forward. Yeah. It's, it's, I would probably say in dating, that's the one thing I I've heard personally from just some of my single friends is that they'll go out with a man or a woman and it's, it's failure. They look at it as failure, failure, failure every single time. And it's hard for them to, when they meet somebody nice or somebody that maybe is they're kind to them or gives them attention, uh, to give them that chance, even though they recognize it, it's kind of hard for them to let that go a little bit. So I was curious to hear your take on that. And I, I understand it and I, I get it. Yeah. And then I want to call bullshit on it. Right. Because everybody's walking around saying, oh, I've been hurt and I don't want to be hurt again. I don't want to open up my heart. And it's like, that is the problem in our dating society now. It's like, it's got to be the buck stops here. Yes, I've been hurt before. Yes, I've had bad relationships. Yes, I've encountered bad people that have taken advantage of me and hurt me. But there are a lot of great people and I'm capable of having a great relationship. I want to have a great relationship. There are people out there that are capable of having a happy, healthy, fulfilling relationship. And that's what I'm going to focus on. Like enough of this bullshit of, oh, you know, I, I don't, I've been like, hurt. Poor I've been me. Hurt. Poor yeah. me. It's like, no. Like, let's stop the pity party. Let's move forward. Look, if you want to stay in this sad victim role, you're not going to be happy, but you can stay there. Mm -hmm. You're welcome to. But good luck. But good luck. (laughs) And I don't want that for you. If you're listening, you want something better. And so just say, no, I have a better attitude. I'm deserving. I'm worthy. And... There's a lot of great people out there that want to be in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. And, and you talk about this a lot too, that um, you, when we've done work behind the scenes, you've talked to me that dating's a numbers game. Like dating is a numbers game. Like you can't expect success every single time that you go on a date. Like the more dates you go out on, the chances are you're going to find somebody that fits your mold a little bit more. So if, sounds like to me, if people are sitting there and they're dating the same type of person and they're not opening themselves up to new opportunities um, and they're not having that sense of curiosity to go out and date other men or other women, that it's going to be hard for them to find the love that they're looking for and the things that they want out of life. Yes. And a lot of that, when people are dating the same people all over and over again, that's a pattern. And we have to break those patterns and that's why having a dating coach or professional that, mm. and sometimes a really great friend or mentor that can be objective and look in and see how, uh, you know, you're pulling in or manifesting or getting yourself into these relationships is, is really important to, to be able to identify the problem so you can fix it and move forward. Yeah. And then outside of curiosity, what are some other things that, um, you take into account when you're, I guess in your, in your case personally, like staying the course, maybe you're when somebody's, you know, somebody trying to keep the faith in, in dating. Definitely remaining open. Yeah. And I've, that's been the overall message throughout the course of the show today, mm-hmm. but really it's really important to 
keep your heart open. And I think a lot of people get a knee jerk reaction and said, I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to open my heart. But if you are strong enough to feel real love, affection, falling in love, all those great feelings, if you're strong enough to get to a point that you can feel this, you are strong enough to recover if it does not work out. And really having faith in yourself, having personal power that you can walk into a relationship wholeheartedly, lay everything down, be vulnerable. If it doesn't work out, you're going to survive. Yeah. Like you've survived thus far. I mean, I've heard traumatic stories of sexual assault, abuse, neglect over the years. And like, everybody's still alive. Everybody made it through. We can do it. We can get through. So remaining open and knowing that, you know, nobody's going to devastate you unless you let them. And a lot of those things that you had mentioned, like the, a lot of the dark negative stuff, um, those are things that make you stronger in the long run, you know, and, in you know, getting help for those things and talking about them openly, um, and being able to see that as the past is the past and, you know, you learn from it and, you know, you heal from it and you move forward and you grow stronger of it. I mean, you've always talked about, you know, your past is who you are today. And, you know, I know when it comes to dating, like there's a lot of your chances are you're going to go on more bad dates than you are going to go on good ones. And it's just the way the world is. It is. And it's really cool being out in the dating world is, or in our society, we're being more authentic. We have more options in what we do with our careers, with our, our hobbies. It, it's fascinating what people are doing with their lives and how they're thinking and the expansiveness of ideas and dreams. I look at my love life. It's a fascinating adventure mm-hmm. that I get to meet all these cool people. Yeah, I'm not going to have like fiery chemistry with everyone. I'm right. not going to have this deep, passionate soulmate, twin flame kind of love with everyone, but that I get to connect on a human level with all kinds of amazing people and sometimes crappy people. I mean, sometimes the bad dates are just like great stories after the fact. Well, and sometimes (laughs) bad dates also may turn out to being friends. I've heard stories where, uh, you know, people go out on a bad day and they're like, oh, we're just not a good fit. But then they're like friends now or they're co-workers or they like go into business together. Yeah. Like crazy shit like ha- like that like happens all the time when it comes into dating. Yeah. So it's like just rolling with it. Right. And seeing it as a, a fun adventure. You really. do have some good stories though. I have some great <laughs> stories. We will not share on this episode, <laughs> but maybe in a future one if I can convince you to do it. Oh my goodness. Well... If I, if I could share with my, you know, I was talking about my type and my demographic, I was having a really hard time getting out of that pattern of dating these same guys. And logically I knew that it wasn't right for me, but there was something inside of me that was like, still just do it anyway. Just do it. It's okay. You'll (laughs) like it. Just a few more times. Just one more piece of cake. No big deal. No big deal. You can burn it off at the gym later. Right. <laughs> and what was so interesting for me recently in the last few weeks is I had a man that showed up in my life that 
was not in that demographic. And things that I had been saying, lightly saying, uh, manifested in real form. And so, you know, how I feel about the power of manifestation. Mm -hmm. So it was awesome that I was speaking words out loud and suddenly, oh, here, this is what happened. Here's, this is how it went down. For months I've been saying, I really need an incredible man who loves to cook or has staff that cooks for us. And that's something little, but it's a big deal in my world because you know how hard I work. I'm, I'm working all the time. So you want a staff to cook you? Please. I want a staff. <laughs> so suddenly I find this man has staff and they are cooking my every meal for me. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? And I'm sitting here at the table one day and I'm like just marveling at this man that I'm like, he's feeding me and he's, you know taking care of some other of my needs. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I say that very lightheartedly. Right, right. But what happened was, is I suddenly had this really powerful spiritual experience. One morning I was watching the sunrise on the beach. And when the sun came up, I was thinking about my grandfather who's passed. And he is the number one man in my life, the example of my ideal man. And I was thinking of him and I was holding his vision in my head. And suddenly this man that had come up in my life had so many of my grandfather's traits that I, I was really taken aback in the moment. And I actually cried. I'm like, mm. emotionally, you know, I'm, I'm very even keeled and I'm steady, but this one morning the sun was rising and I was reflecting on my life, my love life and what I'd been doing and what I want to do in the future. And it really, it was, it was powerful. Mm -hmm. I, I had a, an emotional and beautiful moment sitting there watching the sunrise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you know, going back to just having faith and just having that openness to whatever's um, happening for you in your life, whether it's dating or whether it's personal, it's like, it's really important um, to, you know, that those moments that come up for you, that you take those to heart and you kind of sit back and reflect on them. And, you know, one thing I've always learned from you is, is that you just got to keep going. You just got to keep, you know, keep moving the ball down the field. You got to just never give up hope. Yeah. And so, I love when you say that, move yeah. the ball down the field, move just, the ball down the field. If it, even if it's a yard, you just should, keep going. Yeah. We should put that on a t-shirt, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, but the point is, is what I've always learned from you is, is that sometimes shit's going to work out for you and it's going to be great. And that might end. And sometimes right. you're going to go on some really like bad dates or you're going to business stuff happens and uh, you it may not look promising, yep. but next thing you know, it leads to another opportunity that's incredibly promising. You just don't know, but the point is keep going forward, remaining open, and just stay curious. Um, that can do a lot for you. Absolutely. And it's like you said, moving the ball down the field or trusting the journey and enjoying it. I know there are a lot of people that are listening and they really, really want to have that significant other. And I get it. 
I hear you. And just loosening the reins a little bit and just enjoying the ride. Just just enjoy the, the people that are going to come in and out of your life. And maybe loosening up the, the attachment and the need to have that significant other. Because really, uh, letting go of that and being in the flow, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. That's that's attractive. Yeah. And also keeping in mind what you still want because what you know, but to your point earlier, you have manifested and knew what kind of man that you wanted, but there was no uh confines or structure into how you were going to find this person or like it had to be this, this, and this. And your preferences to the type of men that you do like, those are very specific. I find it really interesting that your specific <laughs> things that types that you're into for men. Um, those are ones that like you still, those are the ones that you're like, Oh, I shouldn't be doing this, but I do it anyway. But then the ones where you're more open to receiving and you know what you want in your head, but you're like, Oh yeah, this is what I want. And I hope this happens. Those are the types that you have these romances and you come back all jubilant like you are right I'm now <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm a, one of the so side note one of the things i'm gonna start working on is bringing words back that we don't we don't use anymore like marvelous no we don't marvelous. use we don't use marvelous you yes. had a marvelous romance on the beaches i did <laughs> and and you know it could be an isolated thing and yeah. i just i roll with it and and we should too and yes roll with it enjoy it and my friend always says, ride the wave. Yeah. Like, you never know. You could be riding that wave for two months, 84 years, another 30 seconds. Just enjoy it. And just keep going. Just keep going. So you guys remember, keep your spirits high. Keep your faith high when you're out dating. Ride the waves. Stay curious and stay open. And thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, get out there and love each other. Bye.